Peter's not feeling too well today, so uh, without further ado, Pete Blackburn. Hey, Your everybody. show, Pete. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is great. Thank you. I've always wanted to Take it. single-handedly host brunch while also feeling like shit. What do we have on the show today? Give us the rundown. Uh, we've got a Muggsy Jeans read that we'll get to later. Um, we went to John Mayer. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Nice. Uh, the rundown. Maybe we'll get into some hockey. Could talk about hockey. And I don't know. That's about it. That's all I got, folks. All right. See you next week. There's potential, uh, potential goofing around with, uh, with a question mark in parentheses. Potential goofing around. General friendship we'll get to. Probably. Maybe some root beer talk. So we could end up talking about root beer on this episode. So stick around, folks. It's a uh, loaded episode of Brunch. You're listening on Wash Media. Hit the intro. Brunch. Hit it, boys. All right, Pete's not feeling too well. So, uh, Pete, what do you think we'll uh, be doing on this one? I'll be surviving. Nice. You'll be, uh, I'm sure you'll be finding a way to make this as painful as possible for me. You'll be surviving, and I'll be sir vibing. <laughs> I'll be vibing, sir. Resign. That's nice, sir. Resign, sir. Resign, sir. Um, I'm, by the way, I'm blaming you. I think that you gave me COVID. I think that I gave you... Post-COVID fatigue. I don't know if I gave you COVID. I, I think, think that you I have, think, like, the after-COVID thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you gave me COVID, and I just didn't know. And you didn't have COVID, yeah. Or, you, no, you you didn't have, like, bad enough symptoms yes. during? Yeah, I think that I just, like, was like, ah, no, I, I'm good. I'm asymptomatic. I'm I'm all right. Yo, I, I was... just getting beat down by fatigue. I was struggling with the fatigue big time. I... The, the three, four, five, six, however many days after... I was able to break through free. The first couple days, I was just running on adrenaline. I'm like, mm-hmm. I get to see human beings again. Yeah. I get to go to the ball game. I get to do stuff. And then, man, it was Sunday. I was like, yo, do you have coffee? Because I've had like 13 cups of coffee, but I think I must have accidentally bought decaf because nothing is working. And I was just not able to get up, get going. I had a therapy appointment where I was just... A real fish. Yeah, a real dead fish. Uh, yes. I was... I, was, <laughs> I love using dead fish in non-sexual situations. Oh, yeah. I was an absolute bore in the session. <laughs> I was just uncreative. I was just sitting there. all the work. I, man, I kept apologizing, too. And, <laughs> yeah. And then the thing of, like, when you apologize, when you say, I'm sorry, it makes it worse. Yeah, because then it's like... You're, you're giving self-fulfilling them like prophecy. More, you're giving them like more work to be like, it's fine. You don't have to apologize. Get out of your head, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I got to the bar yesterday. We went to the bar before seeing. I don't John have Mayer. sex with my therapist. To clarify, that's probably good. Yeah, that seems like a probably the way that that relationship should work. Yeah, I thought it was fun <laughs> using the terminology and everything, but uh, yeah, just to no. But I I do love uh, dead fish in a non-sexual scenario. That's a great great term. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, oh, speaking of 
things that I loved before the concert what, yesterday. What, what do we got on the episode today? It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, you've roomed in the car yesterday, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't even to like impress you. It was like... Uh... It was like you forgot somebody was in the car and you've roomed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ hit the gas. And at the same time he hit the gas at a stoplight, he goes, vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like... I was in a funk because I was tired and I was like half half awake in the passenger seat. And that snapped me out of it. I was like, did you just vroom in you your own You were really car? happy about the, the vroom. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because, again, you didn't do it for me. You, It's like a, you clearly do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that is outrageous. That's so cool that we're still finding things out about each other. I was really excited about that. Like, I was excited that you were excited about it. I was like, oh, like, just a little thing I do. <laughs> Outrageous! I think you knew you were, about you, beep. Yeah, I knew you did the beep beep. Yeah, but and uh, the beep beep makes more sense because you know if you're beeping, you're you're lightly putting yourself out there to get murdered, right? And so uh, instead of beeping, you do the uh, the hey beep beep. I say beep beep. beep 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 just so that you don't get accidentally shot in a road rage incident. Beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. the the vroom thing is interesting because. You're doing the thing that is actually happening. You don't need to make the vroom sound because the car is doing it, but you're doing it along with the car. Yeah, but I have music going stuff. (laughs) We were talking like there's I'm not always talking because I I snapped out of it because you roomed. Yeah, just a little. (laughs) It's cool. It's not like we were zipping all over the place, too. We were just like moving up a little bit. Yeah, it was like going zero to zero to eight, maybe. Yeah. That's I encourage people to do that. Um, I didn't know that, that was it's a fun little a, treat, a fun, enjoyable thing. It's more like an absent-minded thing, but yeah, to add some add some uh, some sound effects to your daily life. Room for the car that you want, not the car that you have. If you like, if you're ever in a fight, maybe when you land a punch, maybe do like <laughs> <laughs> just Batman sounds. Get over here! Get over Thwap. here! Get over here! It's <laughs> <laughs> what I thought. Kapow! Yeah. You know what that is? What? Do it again. Uh, I'm guessing that's a, a dodge. No. That means that someone has brought a uh, a knife Ooh. to a fist fight. I would say like a Shh. knife is like a shing shing. Yeah, that's more of a shing. Yeah. <laughs> what if you're in a fist fight? It's getting dark, but you're in a fist fight. <laughs> what does it even sound like? What, what does a gun sound like? Oh, that's a horrible gun sound. Yeah. But like... A gun sounds like two bricks being hit together. Oh, yeah. That's true. So that's... If you if you bring two bricks <laughs> to a fist fight for the sake of scaring somebody into thinking that somebody is shooting a gun... You know what they say. Don't bring two bricks to a gunfight. That's right. Yeah. It would be... Wait. Just, hold on a second. You just like turn around. It's like... <laughs> No, don't don't do anything because then if that person like does have a gun, then they're like there's gonna be a self defense. Yeah, I would thing recommend and... trying not to get into a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't get into a gunfight. Yeah, whether definitely don't start one. No, if someone invites you to one. Decline. Decline. Do a uh... do like ah, I've been exposed to COVID. I don't think I. It's probably not the good, good idea for me to be there. I pretty much max out at arguments, and I don't even always want those. No, arguments are like a, a little above my ceiling. I'm I'm okay with like. Light voice raising. Yeah, we were talking, though. We had an interaction where uh, I, like, pushed back on something that somebody said. And it could have been interpreted as rude, but I wanted them to understand that it was more respect that I was, like, 
trying to have a conversation slash slash argument versus You're furthering the discourse. Yes, versus like if I hear something that's maybe incorrect to be like yeah, yeah. and then move on because then that person they probably don't know, but that means like we think that they're maybe being a bit of a dummy. <laughs> but if we trust them to be like, hey, you're wrong, and here's why, let's party a little bit. Mm-hmm. As long as we're not bringing any bricks or anything. So, yeah, we'll be talking about uh, uh, sound effects and bricks and clapping things together yeah. on this episode. We, uh, we, man, I was, we went to a, a concert last night. It was John Mayer playing the, the Sob Rock tour, and I was very much in that like post covid funk i've also been in kind of like a funk energy and or vibes wise um and i don't know if it's just like that i'm now getting over covid or that the concert was really good i woke up today with like a happiness and a good disposition couldn't be me in a way that i haven't felt since like since like the fall or something Hmm. um i'm happy for you yeah i was in like a good way for a little bit where like i would wake up every day and i couldn't even trick myself into feeling bad which is so unusual but yeah today i woke up i was like oh didn't set an alarm clock got a bunch of missed texts we're coming up on uh steven a should be on any minute now (laughs) he's got perk on with him they were molly was just like really just like Ripping Stephen A of like, oh man, Stephen A thinks he likes his outfit today, so he's like really feeling himself. He's going to be <laughs> annoying today. Stephen A taking like six minutes to be like, well, hold on, Molly. I didn't know that I was allowed to look this good. And I'm like, oh man, they're never going to get to any real topics. Just feeling really good today. And I can't tell if it's because I've like snapped back into feeling good or because we just had such a I'm going to speak for both of us. We had such a good time last night. Yeah, it was a great time. And I was worried because, uh, been waiting for this concert for a bit. It got delayed when uh, for COVID, and so it ended up being postponed. It ended up being the last show of the tour, which was very cool. I think ultimately worth it. Great vibes from this coming our way from the stage. They they I would say that they emptied the tank on stage. Oh yeah, um, which was awesome. It was the best mayor show that I've ever been to. But I was a bit concerned heading in because I was so tired. And like I was yawning in the car, but as soon as we got to uh, the bar, the vroom goes a long way, bro. It, it, it did turn around once we've roomed. Uh, once we got to the bar and I had like two light beers, that was like essentially a coffee. Yeah, we and we were both thinking about coffee too. Yeah, we didn't end up having to do it. No. We um, we went to Banners, which is next to the Garden, and it's very finicky with availability. Trying to get in, trying to get a spot, so we were like, "Yo." Uh, Lord forgive us work. Uh, we didn't have shit to do, really. We were like, we can just get there whenever. So we got there at the crack of 5 o'clock, <laughs> just sat there, had a... I, I had a, a beer or two, a couple of beers. Uh, we eventually moved on to Root Beer, Hell yeah. which they had last time we went there with Kellen. Or we had, they, they had on the menu. Have. They didn't have it. We were all sorts of mad. Kellen made up for it by ordering us some cheesecake. That was a really nice thing of him. We watched some sports, watched some... Hockey, it was a very good time at the the bar. We annoyed the bartender, but mm-hmm. in a way that I think the bartender was like, hey, these are the good guys. Yes. We were there before all the other people showed up and started being annoying. She was sort of like trashing the other patrons. Yeah. And that felt that felt good. She was like, 
I don't. Why mind. can't they be like you guys? Yeah, she was like, I don't mind you guys. You guys are annoying, but in an entertaining way. Yeah. At one point, caught ourselves like just asking too much. Like, hey, what's that? Yeah. I was what's doing, that? I was like a four year old in the back seat of a car, like pointing shit out. I was like, hey, what? What's that? I, what? What's going on there? Yeah. Are we there yet? Yeah. And it, I didn't. You'd done that a couple times in a row, and I hadn't noticed that you were doing that. And then she was pouring a Monster Energy drink into something. And I was like, they still make Monster Energy drink, huh? And she was like, yeah. And you were like, so then what do you call this combo or something? And I was like, oh, we just asked, like, combined. We're at, like, six questions in a row with one answer. Yeah, she liked us, though. Yeah, she was a big fan, for sure. Gave us a real deal. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, she, uh, she gave us the bill. Yeah, just gave us the... Yeah, the, the deal was... We pay for the food that we ordered. We order stuff. We had wings. We had wings. Bourbon. I like this very, very basic, like, blow-by-blow. Blow we like, had a very we interesting... A concert, <laughs> and first, we went to a bar. We hadn't eaten. So we ordered some food. They had Wait it right there. Wait hear this story. Actually. We got a few drinks. Actually, something crazy did happen. We ordered wings and a pretzel. And... The server came by with wings and a pretzel, gave us the wings, and walked away. And ran away with the pretzel. And we were thinking, what happened to the pretzel? <laughs> Was that our pretzel? We didn't know. About 15 minutes later, came back with a pretzel. No, that's you skipped a step because this is how you... I'm sorry for not uh, giving this story uh, the attention. You really did not. Yeah. You really did not do it justice. This is how we knew that we had a, a, a real... This is how you know it's real. Twenty the years relationship from now, with the bartender. If we're still together, people are going to ask us to do to do the pretzel story. Go <laughs> on. Right. Uh, this is how you know our relationship was real with the bartender because the bartender was like, "Hey, didn't you guys order a pretzel too?" And we were like, "Yes." And she goes, "That's weird. Why didn't you get it?" And she goes, "If you don't get it in two minutes, I'm going to say something." Wow. We didn't have to. We didn't have to be like, "Hey." Yeah. We didn't get our. I sorry to bother you. We'll bother you in nine other different ways, but mm-hmm. uh, we didn't get our pretzel. She noticed. She she was paying attention. And the issue is, we had no way of saying, "Hey, where is our pretzel?" Because we have good manners, and let me tell you, we couldn't talk with food in our mouth because we were eating those wings. We were a couple of polite boys. Second time we've gotten those wings, and if you you know what, if you put Third those time wings I've in front of those us, wings. we ain't saying a peep. I've gotten There's those food wings in our three mouth. times the past like two weeks. <laughs> I love that. That's something that like my dad will do that. I'll, a lot of people do that where like they have like one kind of inconsequential like fine thing that they like. And they're like, okay, well, this I'm doing this for the rest of my, of my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad was telling me a story the other day. There's a place that they like to go. And he was like, we went there. It's the first time we've been there all year. And uh, we got the burger. Wasn't as good as it usually is. And I was like, Dave, I love you. And I need to just like make sure that this isn't what's happening. You're not going to stop going to this place, right? Because one time you had a burger that isn't it's very much like the like the the insurance commercials with Wataski. Yeah, yeah. We're like that's something that people do and I feel that maybe as like they get older they do it more. We're like, "Hey, like I noticed this like minor hiccup. This is done. You're dead to me. <laughs> this is over." Yeah. I was like, "Hey, like think of like like this is a place you go with your friends and like I routinely go places where the burger isn't that good, but if it's a good place and I like it, you should continue going. But yeah, Banners was 
was a fun time. We squeezed in half of the Bruins game, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, was all we needed to see. More than enough. Yes. More than I enough. felt bad. I, I was like really, I, I was a bit, um, uh, I was a bit, you know, perplexed as to whether or not I should be skipping the Bruins game for the mayor concert. Mm. I, I, I would have felt guilty about it had it been a great game. But the first half of the Bruins game, I was like, oh, okay, I've seen all I need to see. I don't have to feel bad about missing the rest of this game. Yeah. So, I was, thank you to the Bruins for sucking ass. Big thanks. Uh, next week, we'll be in uh, the Windy City for Heim at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And I was also lightly concerned that, uh-oh, will I be potentially blowing off some Bruins stuff that I should do, whether for fun or, of course, for... Uh, a job and i don't know that that's a concern anymore we also were discussing about the uh the possibility of heading in a day you're going a day early to uh the windy city i am get a lay of the land i'm arriving on the day of the concert but you were like yo if the rangers are playing a playoff game that monday we should absolutely both be going early and going to the game. I don't think that's going to be a concern either. We had a uh, third party who was interested in doing that. Uh, former regular on this podcast, turn friend of the podcast, still mm-hmm. not on as regularly. John Feidelberg mm-hmm. very much would be doing that if it were because if the Bruins and Rangers had won this series next week, there would be playoff games in New York. Mm-hmm. It would not be on Tuesday. Because famously, Heim, rock band Heim, is playing there. Mm-hmm. So it would be Monday. It would probably be Monday, Wednesday, yeah, something yeah. like that. So I, that would be incredible. But it seems as though I probably could have been like, yo, work, can I uh, cover these games? Let me get that hotel. Yeah. Brunch account, be looking fat. <laughs> None of that's happening. A lot of jerseys. Oh, my God. We did, I did talk about that. I was like, if a scenario arised where like we didn't have to pay for lodging would not want to be <laughs> would the, not want to be a jersey at the nhl the, store oh my god bad day to be a jersey at the nhl store we would Still get our least favorite be. jerseys just so we could like show people like hey like look how bad this jersey is <laughs> uh yeah so th- it doesn't look like it's trending in the direction of uh us seeing a rangers game but a lot of hockey left to be played a lot of louis Domingue in net we'll see yeah still could potentially make our way to the NHL store, though. Uh, you should make your way to a pair of Muggsy jeans because Muggsy, Muggsy's are the most comfortable men's jeans on the planet. They're built with proprietary stretch denim, uh, and they look stylish but feel like you're wearing sweatpants. They're the most damn comfortable jeans around. One Muggsy com- customer said, I used to hate jeans. Now I don't. That is a direct quote. I used to hate jeans. Now I don't. That's a man who has lost, or a man or a woman that has really lost a weight off their shoulders. They're walking around all day, being like, "I fucking hate jeans." Who is it? Who who, who are they? The uh, the Lonely Island. There's a song by the Lonely Island called "Punch You in the Jeans." That's right. And one of the lines is, "I hate your jeans." I hate your jeans. I hate your jeans. So maybe the update to that song is, "I used to hate your jeans. Now I don't because I wear Muggsy jeans, the I, most damn comfortable jeans on the planet. They smell good too. They'll give you a good hi, Jean. <laughs> hi, Jean. These jeans are literally changing people's lives. The stretch jean for men. Jesus." <laughs> 
the stretch jean for men, they were the first to do that for men. Oh, it's uh, never mind. Sorry, I, I let me do really do that. The stretch jean for men, they were the first to do it. Uh, the, you can find comfort anywhere. The fit gives you more room for the boys. You got them oversized testicles. You're going to want to check out Muggsy Jeans. Nice. They got more room for the balls. There's no hugging, no no, no chafing, no friction. Uh, they're never too baggy, never too saggy, never too skinny. They're always just right. So if you want to look good but also be comfortable in your jeans that you don't hate, go to Muggsy.com. And use promo code BRUNCH for 10% off. That's 10% off your entire order at Muggsy.com, M-U-G-S-Y.com, using promo code BRUNCH. Free your balls once and for all with the most comfortable jeans on the planet, Earth, at Muggsy.com, using promo code BRUNCH for 10% off your entire order. We fucking crushed that read. Yeah. Big time. Big time stuff. Man... Muggsy jeans. I've I've heard uh, Dylan Chevery, who's also in the washed family, correct? Who recently increased his family. I uh, I don't think I'm hoping I'm telling any tales out of school. Let me be the first to break the news. Dylan got engaged and then married. Hmm. In that order, it, I I can check that. I I think that's how it went down. But they did that. I uh, I roasted uh, Will online Ooh. yesterday let's hear it made him uh they uh somebody had to respond they finna drag you in the quote retweets Ooh. you ever see those memes yeah yeah he said folklore still goes and i responded ah uh, yes in the absolute toilet wrong because i am with mr will defreeze have you listened to it folklore in the last gang. five months yes no you haven't. yes i have no. yes i have because here, i got it here. on vinyl you bitch you got it on vinyl? That's right, because I like folklore, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Oh, man. That's... How many... I'm not going to judge here, but just for in case anybody does want to judge, would you say you... I don't know how many records I have. I don't have a lot of records. Would you say that you have, like, 30 records or fewer? No, I would say more. Okay, more? I would say, like, like in, like, the 30 to 50 range. Okay, well, if folklore is one of your favorites, then that's fine. That's okay. Just don't buy... I didn't say that it was one of my favorites. Yeah. Just don't buy... I don't want to say don't buy. Whatever. Are you don't gatekeeping buy... records? I don't like to do that. But don't buy physical copies of Taylor's version. That's the only thing it's, that's, that I, I didn't, would say. I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Although, I'll... Because you've already paid for that. We're and that's the... not sticking it to anybody. That's just... Yeah, but we're in the Double 1989 uh, Taylor's version era, and that's my favorite Taylor uh, album. So I'm not making any promises because if I like, the oh my god! But the 1989, stuff, it's, it's the worst translating. It's of, of all of them. Yeah, it's like it's just because it's done with worse people, right? And it's and I would say that it's probably like the most produced of her albums. Yeah, but that yeah, what I'm saying is like 1989 is like produced by Max Martin and yeah. sounds amazing, right? So if you try to redo that, you can sound you'll right. sound like if like one of us tried to. It is the most produced that. and produced with great, and now it's being produced with worse people. Yes, exactly. So like, well, it's not going to sound as good. Yeah, and honestly, I'm sure I wouldn't want to put too much 
work into that if I were Taylor. But like I've already like painstakingly recorded these. Yeah, and I I, I want a Grammy for album of the year for this one. Yeah, so. no, but I'm saying like she to have to like go try to like recapture that, that would take so long. Yeah. And if you're like Taylor Swift, people are gonna eat it up no matter what it is, so like Correct. It would be a bad use of time to try to nail it. So it's a good thing they didn't. Anyway, uh, John Mayer in concert was terrific. I didn't realize. I was like, oh, I, I haven't really seen him many times, but this was the best time I've seen him. Yeah. I actually have seen him a bunch of times. Last night was my fifth you've, time seeing John Mayer. You've been friends with me for too long to like not have seen John Mayer a bunch of times. Most of the times I've seen him have been without you, too. Really? Yeah. How many times have we seen him together? At least twice. I think just twice. Um, At least twice, but maybe two or three. Probably max three. I saw him at an Eric Clapton thing. I saw him with Billy Joel. I, uh, where else did I see him? I, uh, we had seen him on the uh, In Search of Everything yep, tour. Yep. Uh, and then the, just this one, I think. Oh, I've so seen I, him with uh, Dead & Co. I have not. Um, that's going to change, though. That is going to change. I'm going to see Dead & Co. This, yeah. uh, this summer at Fenway or Gillette? Gillette. We're going to do a, a great boys trip. It's going to be Peter. DJ, Jeff, and Ryan Lambert. Ryan Lambert, I've already seen Denko with, and RL is probably is definitely the uh, biggest deadhead of the four of us. I would say I'm a respectable second place. Jeff and Pete are both in the like excited to excited to, to be to try it out. Yeah, right. I, I mean, like. I, I've Your always, I've always said this. Taking. I've always said this about uh, Grateful Dead slash Dead and Co. I'm probably gonna like it, but I like. J- I guess like I just can't bring myself to to like take the first step. You would make a really really cool deadhead. I think that, I think that like if you became a deadhead, that would be like some. That would be a great little uh, section of your resume. Okay. I would. I think that a lot of people. I was gonna say I would take you more seriously. I think a lot of people <laughs> would like. Oh, like fewer people would fuck with you if they knew that you. You know how everyone's fucking with you. Yeah, that's uh, fewer right. people would. I just fuck can't with go you. outside without being fucked with. <laughs> yeah, you, you get no respect. Fewer people would be on your case if they knew you were a deadhead. If, I'm. I'm excited to give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. There's no chance I'm not going to like it. There's zero also, chance you're not going to like it. Also, uh, you could tell in the Mayor concert, and maybe this is a big reason why it was like the best Mayor show I've ever seen, uh, De- uh, Dead & Co. was rubbing off on him. Like, he, he had, different, He's he had up. different energy on stage than any time that I've ever seen him. It was a very much like, more than ever, it was like, I'm John Mayer. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Uh, this is my show. But like not in not in like a not in a negative way, not in like an egotistical way. It was like I'm John Mayer. I've got a, like a lot of pull. I've got a ten piece band now. They all fucking rock. I'm gonna let them flex, and you can't like say I, I'm cool with taking a step back here. He like wasn't even the star of his own show. I dude, that that made me so happy. Like so, he is very much willing to pay to do the best show that yeah. he can do, and. Obviously, he's played a lot with Pino Palladino, who is like the best bass player. Um, he who and like Pino Palladino only does like good shit. So that's also like a mutual respect thing mm-hmm. that like 
for John Mayer to have Pino Palladino in his band shows that like John Mayer is which he Respected. was always tracking that way. He's like he's like modern Eric Clapton. Uh, Greg Fillingaines, who is an amazing keys player, had the best solo of the night through maybe like five or six songs. They did uh, "Still Feel Like Your Man" and Phil and Gaines just went off. And like you said, Mayer let him do that. Yeah, that's cool. like he wants his he wants everybody to like do the he he wouldn't be hiring these people yeah. if he didn't want them to fucking push him. Yeah, and and like I feel like there was a big like. I ain't got nothing to prove. That's what I mean, like, John Mayer being like, fuck you, I'm John Mayer, I can do whatever I want. Like, that's what I mean, that why it was positive, because it didn't feel like he was trying to steal the show. It didn't feel like he had anything to prove. He was just up there trying to put together the best show that he possibly could. And it it truly was the the best we had, either of us had seen him, which you've definitely seen him more times than than I have. But the big thing was, I, I just wanted to hear... I guess I just feel like. Mm-hmm. And I realized after the show that, like, I didn't know, I couldn't remember Clarity by name. I was like, what's the, what's the ooh song? Mm-hmm. Like, most of us have, even if, like, you're not a huge John Mayer fan, which I'm, I definitely, I'm a huge John Mayer fan, but, like, I don't have huge John Mayer fandom, if that makes sense. Like, I don't have, like, I'm not going to put up John Mayer posters the way that, like, I you did. or somebody else mm-hmm. might or have. Have. But, like, Massive respect for him. He, I'm probably going to enjoy anything he does. That now, if I go to see John Mayer, I'm like, here are a couple of songs that I would like to hear, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to have a bad time with any song. Case in point, he played "Carry Me Away," which you and I have both agreed like it doesn't need to okay. exist. Yeah. It's fine, but we had a totally pleasant time during it the, the you you looked up the set list before the show and I, it was forced upon me okay uh, I'm, I, not a, I'm not a set list guy i didn't care to see it and i it because like i know that i'm gonna have a good time no matter what even if i don't hear, hear all the songs that i want and like i didn't he only played like 11 songs or something like that and they jammed they jammed out for a while just opened them up yeah yeah and like i feel like the songs that that he played uh a lot of them weren't my favorite. A lot of them I hadn't heard in a long time. Uh, a lot of them I was surprised that he that he decided to use those bullets. Yeah. Especially on the last show of the tour. But I also feel like a lot of those songs have evolved a lot over the years. And it was like hearing them for the first time, which was really cool. Yeah. A really good, a really good one was uh, Slow Dancing in a Burning Room, which uh, I have thoughts on. Respectfully, there there was someone behind us who the whole time he liked the song so much that he had my favorite song that he just had to speak during the entire thing, telling everybody that it was his uh, favorite song. Which um, weird move, yeah. uh, Slow dancing in a burning room is if I'm putting together a list of great John Mayer songs, I'm putting or if I'm putting if I'm like putting John Mayer songs in tears. Slow Dancing in a Burning Room probably goes in the fine section for me, but I know it's a lot of people's like favorite John Mayer songs, so mm-hmm. it's weird. I said after we played it, I'm like, I think that that's like, a good song, but a great experience. Like I always want to see John Mayer play that live, yeah. and especially the way that he played it last night, where, as you said, he was stretching those things out. He was doing like the Dead & Co. thing, letting them breathe a little bit. Highlight, though, was... 
I, I the the only song that I really wanted to hear was Guess I Just Feel Like. Okay. Which famously, first time I heard it, I don't even know if I listened to the end. I was like, yeah, not a very creative song, kind of boring. Next. And then when the album came out and I would like listen through it, I was like, well, this is that's like a top like two or three John Mayer song. I fucking love this song that so much. That sounds awesome. Uh, and if you are a John Mayer fan and you like that song, please go to YouTube and look up John Mayer recording the guitar solo for oh, that yeah. song because it is a awesome video. It's just like him recording. a. It's it's like capturing a lightning strike. Yeah. Because he he hits the uh, the guitar. It takes him. It's like a se- seven or eight minute long video. And like he goes through a few minutes being like, eh, let's, all right, do, let's do it over again. Yeah. And then like you you hear it. You hear him like rec- hitting the actual uh, guitar solo that you hear on the album. And you're like, oh, this is the one. And then you watch it. It's awesome. It sounds perfect. And then like after he finishes, he's like. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Like, it's very cool to see that actually happen, like, with your own eyes. That song, the guitar solo on Guess I Just Feel Like, goes in, uh, that, if, if I were to have to put together, like, a Rushmore of guitar tones, meaning, like, how a guitar actually has sounded on a record, that guitar solo is one of, like, my, my favorite sounding guitar solos and it's legitimately him just like using an epiphone guitar electric guitar through a practice amp that is turned up as loud as it could possibly go so the the sound of the amp is just like an amp begging for its life (laughs) but it's so fucking good uh he i knew that i knew by the guitar that he so he played that last night and uh it's an acoustic song and he's always playing an acoustic until the guitar solo. The guitar that he went and got is a different one from the one that he plays on the album. But the guitar that he got is basically that he went and picked up was basically like an Eddie Van Halen type of guitar. So it was just like, okay, well, he's actually just going to like go insane right now, and that's what he did. It was so good. That was that ended um, one like portion of the set. And I was like, man, that would have been better as like a closer. His knees not topping that. His encores were weak, like weird, weak, yeah, weak, like fine, okay songs, but like very much not encore uh, John Mayer songs. He closed with "Dear Marie" and what was the "New act? Light" and oh yeah, "New Light." Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So like both of those could have been uh, smack dab in the middle. Yeah. Um, but he also played, and I think this is the first time I've ever seen him perform it, played Your Body as a Wonderland. And he, like, prefaced it with, like, you know, I've had a love-hate relationship with this song over the years. And it's been a long time since I've broken it out. But you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna do it. And I'm confident that it's going to rock enough that you guys are going to be here and appreciate it. Yeah. And he played it. And it was, it was a lot of fun. We talked at the bar before. Uh, so I... I'm interested in... So I asked about Your Body is a Wonderland. This is before the setlist had been sent to me. I was like, I'm interested in John Mayer's relationship with like some of his songs. Because th- that song had come up and you were like, oh yeah, he doesn't... Uh, I- I've never seen him play it. He thinks it's too corny. And I was like, wow. Well, respectfully, and I can't relate to it as in terms of like being John Mayer... But it, it, being a human, a human being, especially if you do anything creative, 
we all know what it's like to be like this thing is too stupid or mm-hmm. like this, like I'm like if I do this thing it embarrasses me as I've gotten older I question like well why do why is that thing too embarrassing and this other thing you do not embarrassing so like the idea that John Mayer finds your body is a wonderland which can very easily be called corny that he finds that corny but and, like and new light isn't yeah. corny or like there are so many so like a bunch uh, that he played last yeah. night I'm like it's interesting that not that he should even be ashamed as, of any of his even shit, as but the like, biggest John Mayer fan in the world like a lot of his songs are fucking corny like <laughs> yeah like how is clarity not too corny yeah I don't know and uh, it, it's interesting I don't know like it's obviously from a different point in his life so maybe that's where, like there's some like weird attachment or like his like deep personal knowledge of where he was when he wrote the song maybe that makes gives it like a a different stench or something yeah but i don't know like i i think that for mayor it's like your body is a wonderland is not like so different than any of his new stuff that yeah. it's like i i can't play this yeah my like my my brother in Christ. If you have a tough time with this, like I got bad news for a lot of your your catalog. But you know what song it, I think is way more corny and uh, embarrassing than Your Body Is a Wonderland. I love this game. Let's just do John Mayer songs that are cornier, if I, not <laughs> if as corny, if not cornier than I, Your Body Is a Wonderland. I like embrace the corniness a lot of the times with John Mayer, but there's there's one song in particular that I just like can't do, and it gives me like a, a little bit of shivers. Waiting on the world to change. No. It's a popular one, though, so you could guess it. New Light? No. Uh, let's see. Corny John Mayer songs. Not Why Georgia. Mm-mm. No, that's a great song. I was going to say. Shing! <laughs> <laughs> um, let's turn out the lights. Shing! Popular John Mayer songs. Um, which which decade? Uh, like... Uh, like... Room for Squares era, like early stuff. Oh, um, not no such thing. No, I, okay. it's not on Room for Squares. I forget which uh, album it is. Heavier things, maybe. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, is it? Uh, oh, daughters. Yes. Oh, daughters stinks. Daughters is fine. It's a, just a dumb song. Daughters is like a cute little thing. Mm. It's uh, my guess would be. That I probably defend the songs that John Mayer fans might not be crazy about. Probably. How do you feel about like Bigger Than My Body? I like it. Yeah. John Mayer's got like I think that John Mayer is kind of like Clapton esque where a lot of people are like, Oh yeah, it's John Mayer. It's Eric Clapton. And you're like, what songs of his do you think are really good? People are like, it's John Mayer. Like I just like John <laughs> yeah. Mayer. I just I like the vibe. I like the, the like he the, doesn't have a don't stop believing, no, which is no, no. cool. Well, I mean, Gravity is like I think most he has mo- like masterpieces. Like yeah. Gravity is an outstanding he, song, uh, and I think that like Mayer fans aren't uh, Mayer fans for the most part will be like, yeah, Gravity is his best song. I like uh, and it, a lot of the a lot there. of the times uh, people will mayor heads or, or artist heads will like push back on the most popular song yeah and be like no that's not actually his best one but like i think everybody agrees that gravity is his best song no like gravity there should be like a case study on like hey like if you're a really good musician and you want to like have it both ways you want to like appease the masses while also keeping yourself stimulated try to write a song like gravity by john mayer because it's got like an, a 
super, super interesting melody. It's just like a real, it's a very sophisticated, very good song. And I have a hard time with, I've been trying to work on this, like, I sort by, like, creativity and, like, interesting. So I'll, that's that's why I'm not as big a Taylor Swift fan as a lot of people, because her songs aren't very interesting or creative, but they could still be really, really, you could still be a really, really good song without being creative or interesting. Yeah. So a song like Gravity, I love because it's super, right, it's super creative, super interesting, and I know that if I put it on for, uh, like, the average human being, they're going to be like, this is a really, really good song. I think that everybody can agree that, everybody can get something from Gravity. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Which is why... I I don't push back on um, on slow dancing in a burning room, but I'm like I just want as long as we're on the same page that like slow dancing in a burning room is not in the same galaxy as gravity. I think my two my top two are uh, slow, are uh, gravity and vultures are my two favorite Mayer songs. I don't know if I know vulture. That's another thing. like I just don't know the names of John Mayer songs. Vultures rocks. Does John Mayer have a good as good a song as? Uh, Every now and then I'll tweet, does John Mayer have as good a song as blank? First time I did it, it was Uptown Girl. And Gravity Gravity, yeah. Gravity yeah. could give Uptown Girl a run for its money. Does Yeah, Gravity is better than yesterday I did it with uh Drops of Jupiter. Yeah. Drops Gra- of Jupiter. Gravity is better than Drops of Jupiter, but Drops of Jupiter is Let's mm. not disrespect it. It's yeah. I'm not a big train guy, but oh no, drops of Jupiter is a masterpiece. Yes, it's a he great didn't. Song. Uh, he didn't play any Matchbox Twenty songs last night. No, it's a disappointing. He did play a Bruce Springsteen song. That's right, he did. He played "I'm on Fire." Yeah, it's a song about spoilers. It may contain spoilers. It's a song about um, uh, this girl being home on, alone. No, this girl is on fire. <laughs> "I'm on Fire" is actually an it's the, Alicia Keys. Song. "I'm on Fire" is. Uh, a, it, it has one of the weirdest opening lines of in music. Little, uh, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? A little trouble there, yeah. I would say. J.K. Simmons would say. Not a big fan of that. Who does the better EXO cover? John Mayer or Heim? John Mayer. John Mayer's EXO might be better than Heim's. I think John Mayer's EXO is better than Beyonce's. Hey, a great song. They say a great song can be played just on piano. Mm-hmm. A great song can be played by... Anybody can be played by Beyonce, can be played by Haim, can be played by John Mayer. Granted, I just named like three incredible artists, <laughs> yeah. so maybe like three of like our favorites. Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe I, I don't think like a Vineyard Knights version of a great Exo song would can hit be as made much by anybody. Like as like, long as they, like Michael Jackson yeah. or uh, Beyonce. Uh, John Mayer talked a lot about Bill Cosby. Last night, I wouldn't say that he talked a lot about him, but he uh, brought a lot him up. more than I expected. He brought him up, and there there wasn't like a there wasn't a moment of being like, "Hey, maybe I should stop talking about Bill Cosby right now." I which heard, I think there should have been. I think he was t- was he talking? I think he was talking about the Cosby Show. Yeah, he was. Which like a part of me has died. I haven't been. I haven't like talked about the Cosby Show or really thought about the Cosby Show in so long, and that was. That was like half of my brain for most of my life. <laughs> I got no references anymore. Yeah. I forget wh- which episode was he talking about. I was just so stunned. I was like, yo, we're getting Cosby show yeah. talk. He was un, uh, un unafraid to just be like, yo, Cosby show, great, right? Mm. And then said something and then played a song. 
Set design's stupid, though. Oh, it was awesome. It was so good. Really good. Although he came out, he opened with Last Train Home, which was terrific. And he had this real, like, sob rock type stage thing going on. And it had, like, the sob rock lettering. It was very much like a, it seemed like it was like a welcome to the sob rock world thing. And then he just didn't use it the rest of the show. What an idiot. How many sob rock songs did he play? He played, he didn't play Why You Know Love Me. No. I liked that. But he, he played pl- Last Train Home. He played uh, Carry Me Away. Carry Me Away. New Light. Uh, Still feel like your man. Is that on? No, uh, the, no. That was uh, in Search for Everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then he also played. Uh, I guess I just feel like. Yeah. So it's four. Yeah. I think that was it. And then he played two songs off of Battle Studies, which was more than I expected. He plays played Who Says, and he played Assassin, which he unretired. I'd never heard Assassin before. Turned to you like halfway through it, and I was like. What's this one then? I quite liked that. It was a, like that he played it. It was badly timed because you like you you asked me like, hey, what's this song called? And then like seven seconds later, oh, I know. It, it was like assassin. I'm such assassin. A, oh my god, I chunked that so <laughs> yeah. badly. It was like, boy, if you waited five seconds, you would have had your answer. He said, thank you. That song is called <laughs> Assassin. Damn. Yeah, I should have been like Bet Assassin's you felt my like favorite a real song. Idiot, huh? Yeah, but yeah, he. Uh, John Mayer will do uh, not much like distortion on the guitars. He's not he's not like playing power chords and doing the mangy stuff. But he was on that one. And I was like, well, this is a nice old break. Neon was terrific too. Yeah, always. It's a good live song. It's a song that people like. People were going nuts for it. He played "Roll It On Home," which is quite strange. Hmm. Yeah, my. Uh, let me see. Let me look up the old set list. Yeah, so but we were talking about your body is a wonderland before, and you were like, "Yeah, I've never heard him play it." So then, when I was in the bathroom, checked my phone, had the set list, and I was very happy because uh, he was playing. Guess I just feel like I came back and I was like, "Saw the set list. We are in for a treat." And you were going back and forth on like, "Do I want to see it? Do I want to see it?" Like, "Yeah, fuck it, show me it." And then as I was about to show you it, I was like. I wanted to be surprised by Your Body's a Wonderland. So I covered the bottom half of it. I did I, a real uh, Daffy Duck getting out of the shower. You were like, you were like so protective of it, though, that it kind of spoiled it. Because, oh, right. Could you tell that? Yeah, I was like, ah. yeah, he, I was like he's got to be he's protecting something that he wants me to to be shocked by. And I think once he like started talking about like the love-hate relationship, I was like, he's going to play Your Body's a Wonderland, isn't he? And you were like, yep. <laughs> Your Body was a Wonderland was cool. It was cool. It was a, again. It was the first time I seen him play it, and I've seen him like fifteen times. Oh, he also played Wild Blue. Yeah, yeah. Did oh, we yeah, not... yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Off of uh, off of Sob Rocket. Which that, that's another one that I don't need. But there was there wasn't a I wish he didn't play that song moment last night. It was just a very very good performance. Everybody could like it. It was a good time. And now the Sob Rock tour is done. We went to the merch Sob Rock table. North American tour is done. That's right. We went to the merch table. Merch table looked pretty cool, but uh, we already got too much stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I couldn't add another Celtics. I've I've gotten so many Celtics things recently that like As you're wearing one right yeah, now. Yeah, I couldn't add another Celtics thing. That's kind of. I only have one Sob Rock thing, but you've got a couple. I've got three. I've mm-hmm. got uh, like the '80s graphic tee. I've got this crew neck sweatshirt which I wore last night, uh, and then I've got the wild blue T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wild blue T-shirt's great. We got uh, 
Did we discuss that uh, we've got some bootleg merch for the Heim We show? have not, but uh, stay tuned. F- subscribe to the Instagram and the Patreon. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Maybe? Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We'll post it. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll... Maybe we could make it available on the Patreon. After we wear it, though. Like, we have to debut it. I like that idea. And then making it available for purchase on the Patreon with, like, a secret link. If... If you're a Heim fan, you're going to want to sign up for the Patreon to possibly get access to this shirt because it is incredible. There's four of them made. They are owned by David Bean, Pete Blackburn, Ryan LaFleur, and uh, from the freezer. Mm -hmm. Sent one out to uh, our pal from the freezer who is a king in the bootleg band merch game. If you don't follow from the freezer on Instagram and also from the freezer is a, uh, is a supporter of the podcast brunch Mm -hmm. listens to brunch, enjoys the things, the crazy things that we get ourselves into. So he'll, he has hooked it up for, yeah, he's sent some like really, really cool stuff. Yeah. He is, uh, he hooked up what I'm going to be wearing to, I already have my fucking, uh, dead and co outfit planned really? for the summer it's unfortunately it's a a pretty heavy uh crew neck sweatshirt so it may be quite hot is it the tie-dye it's the tie-dye kirkland sweatshirt that i'm going to be wearing to the dead and coats uh show this summer that's going to be fantastic okay what uh, did we uh we talk about everything we were supposed to talk about uh darnell nurse can't go headbutting people yeah don't headbutt love me some oil boys but keep your head in the game but not like that yeah Get, get get your head off of me. 